Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Double Play Podcast. My name is Jack Smith. Unfortunately, today, Ryan is feeling a little bit under the weather, so I decided I would just go ahead and bring you guys what I thought that we were going to discuss about, which is a couple rules to fix baseball. So basically, if I was given the reins as the commissioner of baseball, what would I do to fix the game, fix the sport, fix MLB as a whole? I'm just going to go about and discuss that, so let's get right into it. So I want to start by, as a preface, purposely leaving off robot umpires and explain why I personally do not believe that robot umpires would help baseball enough to warrant their implementation into the league. I think human error is natural in all sports, but I also think that people overestimate or overrate the amount of umpires that are really bad. I know we have a couple bad apples, but in reality, it's a really hard job, and I think that most umpires do a pretty good job. If I were to implement some sort of umpire ruling, it would simply be a grading system in which there were actual punishments for umpires for not having good grades. So say Angel Hernandez, for an example, has a lot of bad games in a row. Maybe he doesn't get to be an umpire anymore. Maybe a couple seasons, bad seasons in a row, um, umpires don't get to go behind the plate. I think that there's definitely a ruling system there that I know would hurt the fraternity of baseball and their umpires, which has kind of been a longstanding thing, but I think it's necessary for baseball, and I think it would be a better thing than implementing robot umpires, because with robot umpires, I mean, just because the ball is in the strike zone, I don't think technically makes it a strike. If you're aiming for the low inside corner, the ball can miss high and outside, clip the corner of the zone, go all the way past the catcher, and a robot umpire would have to call it a strike. So I think that I don't have a problem really with with normal home plate umpires as a whole. I know there are a couple bad ones, but I think that system that I suggested would be better than implementing robot umpires. But with that being said, if I were to make three rules as the overall king of baseball, this is what I would do. The first one, absolutely implement a pitch clock. In the last 50 years, MLB games have increased 45 minutes in length. In fact, since 2017 alone, 10 of those 45 minutes have come since 2017. So it's been, it's getting worse and worse. And for a sport in baseball that really struggles with fan drawing, um, fan bases, and, and, and really resonating with the youth, I think that this problem is is a big key factor. I'm not a huge pace of play person. Like I know Manfred is always talking about pace of play, pace of play, pace of play. But I think that with a sport that doesn't have as much action, if you can shore up the time in between that action, I think that would be huge. We've seen it implemented in minor league games already, the pitch clock, and it's in college baseball, it's in spring training games. In the minor leagues, we've seen a 20-minute decrease in length on average for those games. There's a 14-second pitch clock with no one on base and a 19-second pitch clock with runners on. And games have gone from above three hours down to around the 240 mark. So we've seen it be successful. I know veterans wouldn't like it, pitchers and hitters alike would probably think it's weird they want to play at their own pace but I think after about a season it would seem normal I mean they do it in spring training I don't think it would really matter for a year again those numbers uh, they don't have to be the same um, but I think 14 and 19 is absolutely fair it happens in college baseball already so uh, it, it's a good rule we've seen it be successful and if you bring the games down below three hours to around 240 I think it would be a big help for drawing fans and drawing young fans specifically because, yeah, football and basketball are 
fast-paced sports that have a lot of action. Baseball has those little bits of action that I know if you're watching this channel and you're watching this video, you love baseball and you love any little bit that you can get. But for the average fan, if you're sitting around for three hours and you're not seeing very much action, they might not have as much incentive to watch a full baseball game. But if it's around 240 and it's 14 to 19 seconds between pitches, that would be a lot better, in my opinion at least. That's the rule that I would put in place first to help the on-field part of baseball. Going into the front office, my second rule that I would make is marking a salary floor. There are far too many teams in baseball that just simply do not try to compete, and there are too many owners and front offices that literally just refuse to play players more than like a ham sandwich and half a bag of chips. Like the Dodgers and the Mets have payrolls at $288 million and $259 million, but there are four teams with payrolls under $70 million in the Orioles, the A's, the Pirates, and the Guardians. There's three more under $90 million in the Marlins, the Rays, and the D-backs, and the Royals also under $100 million. These owners have money. I mean, they make money every single year with these franchises. They absolutely have money to dish out to players, but they simply don't need to be competitive to be able to profit. And I think that's a huge problem. Um, I don't care that they're in smaller media markets. These owners absolutely have money. The value of the franchises go up every single year. So I think a salary floor, maybe around 100 million, possibly even higher, would increase competition. It would benefit fan bases who want to see their teams compete. We wouldn't have A's fans having to trade away their players every single year if you force the owners to spend the money that they have or get out. Um, and I think that would be a huge help. We'd see a lot more competition. It, it's, it definitely needs to happen. Um, whether the number is about 100, maybe it goes up to 120, 140. I think the league average right now is 147 million for a payroll. So if you put it at about 130, that's forcing every team to be close to league average. They can stomach it. And I think we see better contracts, more competition. I think it would be huge for baseball. And the final big rule that I would implement is eliminating MLB TV or just media blackouts in general. They're just killing the marketability of the sport. It's already hard enough to market baseball, like I've mentioned. But if you make it so that that fans can't watch their favorite team or other teams in their area on MLB TV, which is a subscription they're paying for to watch baseball, that's it's just it's a it's a horrible rule. It's it's kind of killing the uh, the view viewership of baseball. MLB already does not do enough to market their players. They already make it hard to like the on-field product in certain ways. And if you're paying for MLB TV, you want to see the actual teams. If you're in Iowa specifically Iowa, there are six teams that you can't watch despite having not a single team in your state. Iowa doesn't have a team and yet they still can't watch six teams in the area. How is a kid growing up in Iowa going to want to watch baseball if they can't watch one of the six teams even close to them despite not even having one in their state? MLB already does not do enough to market their players to be must-see TV. They also make it so they can't see TV if you're in some of these areas. These blackouts are ruining the viewership of baseball. It makes it very hard to latch on to some of your favorite players, some of your favorite teams, teams in the area. It just makes it hard to be a fan of baseball for certain people, especially if you're paying MLB for a subscription to watch MLB TV. I think there absolutely should not be blackouts. MLB has a way to pay the, the team media deals to shell out money. And I think it's something that absolutely needs to happen. If I were in charge, it's one of the three things that I would do. I wanted to include some other potential rules as well. These, 
I think are less likely and they're smaller. They wouldn't be the main things that I would do if I were only allowed three genie wishes. These wouldn't be it. But if I had a little more, bit of a prolonged stay in the commissioner's chair, these are some things I would do. One thing I haven't seen people talk about is some form of stadium size or dimension regulation. We've seen in the past couple of years, stadiums can be malleable. We've seen the Giants bring in their center field wall. We've seen the Orioles push back their left field wall into the monstrosity it is now. Stadiums are malleable. If you can make a system where there's a certain percentage alike that stadiums need to be, say they need to be 80% similar, the dimensions need to fit some certain rule or code of rules and you give a team an offseason to do it, I think that'd be better. We just have a, a huge disparity in stadium sizes. There's a short porch at Yankee Stadium, but there's this huge wall in right field at Oracle Park. There's, I mean... There's domes, there's not domes. I just think that if you have some sort of stadium dimension guidelines, it makes it a fair playing field for each team, like literally a fair playing field, um, literally. And I think it's just something that I would look into if I were MLB commissioner. It's a really tough one. I don't know exactly how to make it work quite yet. But if you have, if you just say the dimensions or at least the distances from wall to wall or wall to home plate need to be a certain length or at least close to um, a certain relatability to other stadiums, I think that would be good. I would also adapt the NBA All-Star Game format. That's more of a fun one, but I think it would be really cool if you're seeing you know, a player from the Mets on the same team as a player on the Yankees. If you're having that draft, it'll just bring more allure to it. The MLB, I think, does a good job for the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby and all that stuff, but I think it'd be even better if you adopt that format. I'd pay minor league baseball players more. Um, there's no reason that they should be having to take on second jobs if they're professional athletes, professional baseball players. They need to be paid more, allocate more money to the minor leagues. I think it absolutely needs to happen. I would change the baseball. I think that we've seen enough changes recently that I would go in between juiced and deadened. It has no reason to be juiced. I don't think it has any reason to be deadened. Um, I, and the sticky substance thing, I, I wasn't going to include on here, but I think it's got to be something where pitchers are okay with it as well. Not, you know, where they can boost their RPMs by 400 in a given season like Trevor Bauer did, but somewhere where the pitchers feel comfortable with the ball. They're able to get at least a, a good amount of spin rate on it that they want, but also it's not overly juiced or overly deadened for the hitters. The other thing I mentioned, the salary floor, possibly a hard salary cap. The luxury tax, it's it's very different than everything you see in all sports. And I think having a hard salary cap would increase competition because you won't have teams going over it all the time and having super teams. But also, I mean, teams don't go over it all the time either. So what's the point of having it as a soft salary cap? I say make it a hard salary cap, have a hard salary floor, and I think you fix baseball a lot that's kind of all I had. Um, I want to know what you guys think. If you're on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, just like let me know what you think about fixing baseball. But the main three rules that I had were implement a pitch clock, make there be a salary floor for owners who simply just don't want to spend and eliminate MLB TV and media blackouts that are really just killing, killing the marketability of the game. That's all I've got for you guys today. Unfortunately, Ryan was feeling a little bit under the weather. We're going to try and do these kind of discussion episodes more often when there isn't a whole lot of change in the actual goings of the MLB season. And one of the things that he wanted to talk about today before he wasn't feeling great was what's more important, trading for players or keeping your prospects. So we've got a cool discussion coming whenever he's feeling better and when I'm back from vacation. But yeah, that's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you guys for listening. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please consider hitting the like or hitting the 
follow button, also leaving a five-star review if you're on YouTube. Please consider hitting the like button, the subscribe button, and the notification bell so that you stay notified every every time we post a video. You can also go check out our NFL show, which has been blowing up lately. Super happy for Shrikar and Anish. Let me know down in the comments what you thought. But anyways, I've been Jack Smith for Double A Podcast, and we will see you next time.